Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. This is a live show where we help your IT business grow. First of all, before we get into it, let us know if you can see us, hear us, and so forth. Also, give us a shout out where you're viewing from, the name of your business, and obviously, we'll give you a shout out in the show. The topic today is mental health in your business. So, basically, we're all self employed or independent. Um, and unfortunately, independence like ourselves come under more stress than the average person as we are not able to just forget about business when the clock hits 5 p.m. Like most people do, we constantly think about work well past bedtime. Not only do we have to worry about our business, we also have to worry about our staff. We have also have to worry about our home life and family as well. And when things go wrong globally, normally we're the first ones to get hit with rising prices, stock shortages and energy crises and closing our stores even for global pandemics. So that's what we're going to talk about today and um we need a specialist to help and that's where dr naz comes in so naz if you want to introduce yourself let everyone tell well tell everyone who you are what you do and um uh why you're our special guest good evening everybody hope you can hear me my name is nasir shah i am a psychiatrist uh working in uh Dunfermline in Scotland, and uh, that's how I met Will, and that's how that's why I mean, because uh, uh, thank you for my invitation, Will. I'm grateful for this opportunity. So basically, I want to take this opportunity to talk about mental health. Unfortunately, it's a neglected area of our life. We love to take care of our businesses, our family, our uh, mummy, whatever. But mental health takes a back stand. We put it in the back burner, so to speak. And essentially, I'm going to talk about stress. Uh, as Phil and most of you are self-employed, that brings its own challenges. Switching off, for example, stress, anxiety, worrying constantly about uh, everything, changing world, persist. Uh, as Ben said, and not to forget the unfortunate passing of our queen. Uh, I, I would be interested to know if that has had any effect on anybody uh, because I deal with people over 65 and I've seen some of them become quite sad or because they have had this lifelong uh, <sighs> Like into the royal family, and and the passing has somehow affected their mental state in a negative way because some of them are depressed, as you can imagine. They are seeing a psychiatrist, and this is a trigger for them to uh, feel depressed even more. So, stress. Basically, it's a, it's a human emotion, like any other. It is, it has its roles, it has its hereditary uh, role, because it starts from when, when we were in, in caves, uh, running away from all the wild animals, for example. And stress saved us. It actually saved us to identify the risk and, uh, like a wild animal and run away from it. But unfortunately, some people uh, suffer from it excessively, more than is necessary. It is a, a natural process of fight or flight, adrenaline system in our body uh, that goes into a bit of overdrive. And there are psychological symptoms, there are physical symptoms. So physical symptoms, for example, dry mouth, palpitations, uh, feeling your heart going faster, uh, difficulty breathing. There's also symptoms of anxiety, by the way. And I would say if you start feeling anxious or stressed out 
all the time, then you need to see your doctor. Because you need to get help. You need to get someone to diagnose it and then talk about strategies to help with it. If you think you can forfeit it, it's not about to go to your doctor, then there are certain things you can do to help yourself. Uh, I would say time management is the first thing to think about. Time out. Time for yourself. I mean, from what Tim was saying, you're self-employed, so it's very easy to give in to think about your business 24-7 and not give us give enough time for other aspects of your life. So the trick here, I think, is a bit of a discipline. Set time for yourself, set time for your family, set time for for different aspects of your life, whatever life goals you have uh, in proportion to what your desires are, that you ought to do yourself, of course. But set time for your mental health, time out, do things that you like, do things that you love, rather than do things to earn money or, you know, there are several things in life you have to do, and there are things in life you love to do. Yeah, that's a, a very good, very good point, Naz. Yeah, very good. So try to do those things or, or find those things that you love. Have, have an escape. Have, uh, have a hobby. Uh, find a hobby or uh, something that you enjoy. Uh, that doesn't, doesn't affect your financial sense or take, take, take away your family time or doesn't imprint on any other effects. Of your lives. So, time out helps. Meditation, if you're religious, go to a religious place, church, whatever. Uh, do some voluntary work. So, something that you enjoy, I'll leave that to you. You're all client people. You can sort out what you want to do uh, in regards to this problem. Sleep okay. is very important. Sleep is very, very important. The first casualty of sleep, uh, anxiety, is your sleep because, uh, especially for uh, technology people like you, you spend all the time in front of computers. And there's something called blue light. With the light emitted by your computer screens, it's supposed to interfere with your second rhythm. Second rhythm is a natural cycle. Uh, in your brain, the pineal giant, uh, that's one of the parts of the brain that kind <coughs> of controls. Maybe I'm going too much into detail. So, you guys need to be very aware of this because you spent a lot of time in the laptops. So, I would say switch off much earlier. Don't, 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 never ever take your laptop or your phone to bed. That's a definite no. And give some time before you come off the screen and go to bed. Some of the tips tips for good sleep. It comes in the what is called sleep hygiene. So first thing is regular exercise, believe it or not. Get yourself physically tired. Not too late in the night. Day tired. Physical exercise, especially for you. Again, I'm uh I'm assuming that most of you spend most of your time in, in your chair, looking at the screen. I'm assuming this, I'm sorry. So there should be a lack of physical exercise. Every day, sometime in physical exercise, get your muscles tired. That will ease you to sleep in the night. It will be helpful. Go to bed only when you're sleepy. That's one of the helpful tips. Uh, last thing you should do is Lying in your bed, trying to sleep, it doesn't work. It becomes a habit. You'll do that every day if you get into a habit of that. Uh, no coffee tea after evening. Uh, that's quite obvious. Make it. Relaxations. For example, what I do sometimes is Think of your body, 
think your arms, the fingers, the muscles are getting limp and, and relaxed. Low, you know, just let it go. Then your forearm, then your arm, and then think about the same in the legs, right down to your torso and your head. It's kind of a way to completely relax your body. Body and brain, brain, they are quite connected. So you can imagine if your body is tensed up, it is difficult for you to relax and difficult for you to go to sleep. So that's one way. There are, I'm sure there are YouTube uh, videos out there how to relax your body. And well, I think I've babbled enough. <laughs> if there are any questions, anybody would be in regards to mental health that we have to say. That's no problem, Naz. Thank you for that. Well, very long introduction, shall we say. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, if you've got any questions for Naz, send them in and obviously we'll go through them. We'll come around to Paul and Will in a few seconds. Let me just quickly go through the general chat of people saying hi. So we've got uh, Peter Whitehouse saying hi. We've also got Alison on there as well. Uh, someone, Facebook user, Facebook user, if you can click the link I put in chat. It'll allow your name to be shown, um, saying hi. We've got Neil uh, as well from Terra. So if you've not used Terra for um, computer bits and so forth in the past, maybe something to look into in the future. Uh, we've also got Facebook user again saying uh, good evening all. Uh, we've also got um, uh, evening from ILGS, which stands for I Love uh going shopping if i remember right and we've got a facebook user with a question but we'll come to that in a few seconds after the introductions but before i do the introductions we've got to do one of the most important things which pays for the show is this from high speed networking to enterprise storage at autio we have a solution for you we're a uk-based vendor specializing in computer hardware for pilots so whether you're powering your data sensor or upgrading a laptop, we can help. That's all to you. You get a dedicated account manager that gets to know you and your business, supporting you from our head office in Yorkshire. All our products are OEM compatible, tested in-house to ensure performance. And what's more, we offer a five-year warranty across all our internal SSD range, three-year on our external SSD and lifetime warranty on our memory and network components. Want to find out more about our partner program? Visit autio.com. Okay, thank you to Autio for sponsoring the show. So, if you are looking for SSDs, RAMs, and stuff, uh, and for a British based company as well, um, Autio may be the option for you to check out. On top of that, we have also got the Tech Awards coming up as well. The nomination e nominations end in a couple of weeks, so if you haven't already done that and uh, nominated for your favourite vendors, distributors, whatever it may be, um, please do. Uh, the address I'm just about to put on the screen now for you, should see going at the bottom, it's basically techfortechs.co.uk forward slash awards, which is pretty straight forward on top of that as well if you're wanting to go to tech max next year i suggest you get your tickets quick we're selling quite a few evening tickets are already sold out uh we've got most of the vendor spots um, all sorted out as well i think there's only one out of the four um left we're in talks with different places about uh having interactive um stuff there so like gaming rigs and stuff like that when i say gaming rigs i don't mean just a laptop and uh, and so forth i mean like these big rigs where you got your steering wheels and everything like that and joysticks and stuff so some real big stuff uh, and obviously there's going to be a lot of talks and different things so if you haven't already uh, looked into that i suggest you do just to show you on screen uh let me just enlarge it here we go um so if in comparison uh, to the show we have this year next year's show is going to have instead of 49 vendor stands 120 Bear in mind, we've already sold more vendor stands already for next year than we've had over last year. Visitors, we're looking at double the amount of visitors, 800 plus. The evening meal, which is at Unpunch, sold out already 300 people. Venue size is 
4,000 square meters instead of 1,000. We're going to have a dedicated conference room uh, for talks and stuff like that. We've also got demo training area as well, interactive area. We're having awards that here at the event. And we're going to have evening entertainment as well. And uh, when I say an evening entertainment, I don't just mean Cormac talking in Irish. We're actually going to have some proper entertainment there. So, uh, but gives you a rough idea. Right. So let's get back on to the show now. So before we go on to the questions, let's talk to Paul and Will. I'll get Paul, if you want to introduce yourself and obviously talk a bit about any uh, anything you would like to bring up on the show or anything like that. So, uh, Paul. Right. Okay. So my name's Paul Webb. Um, I'm a technical director of the Computer Centre and IT um, support and retail company based at Burnham Crowd down in Essex. Um, the reason I am on this show tonight over any other show is because I suffer badly with my mental health. I have done since I was a teenager. Um, and I've said to Phil that the moment another mental health show comes up, I would like to uh, be involved with me. So that's me and that's why I'm here. Okay, thank you very much, Paul. And over to yourself, Will. Will, obviously, guys, if you don't realise, Will actually introduced me to Naz. So it's all down to him that we're actually having this show. This is the second mental health show we've actually had. So, Will, if you want to introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are. Hi, folks. I'm Will from uh, Consumer Tech, based in Dunfermline, uh, which is near about 25 minutes from Edinburgh. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity to come back on the show again and, and talk about mental health because I think everyone has a connection to mental health, whether it be themselves or a person that they know, or even customers. Um, how many times have we went out to repair computers, and before you know it, customers start chatting away about different things, and obviously um, the last few weeks, or the last week, has, has been about the Queen and things, like how it's affected different people, uh, whether you're a royalist or not, or follow the royal family, it's just, uh, that's all I've ever known as the Queen, and, and how it affects people's mental health um, going forward as well, so I suffer from um, depression and mental health problems with fibromyalgia. Um, I think I've said that before on the show. And one thing I'd say to everybody going forward is talk about it. Um, you know, I think it's, it's good to to open up to someone or somehow and, and talk about it. And this group has helped me immensely. Uh, we, we chat to different people. We even follow on Messenger and, and Ben Ashcroft and Cormac and everybody. So, yeah, talk, let's talk. That's it. No, I think that's uh, BT's old. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, went it. So uh, it's nice to talk or something like that. Which in reality it is. Um, surprising how much uh, you feel better after just speaking to someone or being in the same room as someone sometimes, um, rather than sitting on your own. So let's go on to the first question. What came in? Uh, let's have a look. So. Um, so from Facebook users, again, Facebook user, if you click the link I put in chat earlier on, you'll be able to get your name shown. He's saying, is there any trigger signs we should look out for for mental illness, Naz? Oh, Naz, you're a bit quiet. One second. Yep. Try now. Um, still mute. Can you hear me? Yep, can hear you now. All right. Trigger signs, well... <laughs> You have to be more specific about figures. I mean, we are all uh, naive psychologists, as the uh, as I understand, because we are doing this from our childhood. We read each other, we support each other. Here we are humans. If you're not right, people will people around you will identify. Yeah, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're any sign, it has to be a bit more specific about what you're wanting to know. For example, depression, uh, there's low mood, which means you're stuck in uh, a state where you're unhappy on the time, uh, consistently unhappy. I mean, up, being happy and unhappy is part of life, to be honest with you. But if you're consistently feeling low in mood and the uh, Diagnosis of depression takes two weeks, by the way. If you're consistently low in mode for two weeks, that's a criteria for depression. Uh, 
anxiety is again when you're agitated when you feel these physical symptoms uh, palpitations something funny going on in your stomach feeling of a knot feeling of uh what flies in the stomach and so on and so forth this again there's a long list for that uh and other mental health other mental illnesses you have to feel symptoms for say you would know you, you would most people have this insight to know that there's something wrong and from there on uh it depends upon you know always go see a doctor in the first instance you suspect there's something wrong don't don't try to avoid it because things unfortunately with some degree of stigma still in mental health more often than not we leave these things to a late stage uh till the symptoms get worse don't do that if you if some a friend or a family have seen something wrong with you or whatever get help before yourself or see your gp because a psychiatrist is a secondary service so a gp has to refer for me to see uh, a patient a person so always go see your gp if you are suspecting something is wrong with your mental state Yeah, that's good good answer. I suppose it's a bit like with physical um problems you have different symptoms for different issues and there's not one specific symptom for every single uh, mental issue I suppose. So uh, um while we're waiting for more questions to come in um Neil Jensen is saying um uh, basically thanks for being open Paul and you too will it takes guts and appreciated for for, uh, for basically uh, being in front of all these people and basically admitting to obviously uh, the issues that you actually have and that's one of the things what I think we should talk about today is how things have changed over the years because today it's a lot more open to actually admit that you've got some mental health issues or anything like that than it was probably 20 30 maybe even just 10 years ago i remember obviously when i was a kid if someone wasn't acting right they got called all sorts of names when now it's a lot a lot different don't get me wrong you'll always get those people out there who are uh, well probably have issues themselves but i call in other people certain names let's put it that way but uh, i think things are a lot more acceptable and even just uh, it being out there even just watching stuff on tv and movies it's a lot more open than hidden uh, so i think that's a good thing um do you find do you, are you finding that now that things are a lot more open these days than they used to be yes i agree with you on this one but but not enough i would say there's still work to be done to uh make people aware of their mental health uh issues uh it's more common than you think for example depression the statistics on depression is 25% so one in four of the population that you see people around you will get clinical depression once in their at least once in their lifetime that's how prevalent depression is uh and of course other, other mental health there's a long list there they are less common but uh, it is <coughs> the good thing with with technology for example with uh, internet not always a good thing to uh, google your symptoms i must say because you end up starting with headache and getting your uh, brain or something like that thing goes with mental health but there is increasing awareness as you rightly said but not so much to my satisfaction i'm afraid thank you okay. um, so things could get better that's right um one thing what the the facebook user was saying about trigger points and uh, i don't know about fall but for me depression i first realized when i was watching television programs um i'd start to get very fearful at the silliest of things um having conversations with people i'd start to get funny tummies palpitations um the stress in the back of my neck would be coming up all these sort of 
trigger things I noticed. Um, and then I, I spoke to GP and another um, Facebook user put about, doesn't want to see um, a GP, but is there also, because he or she's not a fan of medication. Well, yeah, there is. I, I started uh, CBT, Cognitive Behaviour Therapy and things like that. And there's a website, um, it's called um, The Mood Cafe. Um, I'm not sure if it's just a Fife NHS website or if it's UT-wide, but The Mood Cafe was a, a great source of um, online therapy to help. You know, it was, it was quite good to understand, but at the end of the day, I was finding that CBT wasn't for me. I needed to, to go further. Um, I, I'm not sure about Paul's experience with, with depression that way. Excuse me, my Chinese has arrived, so it seems like an is my delicious Chinese. Uh, well, I stuff up from a poor bipolar disorder, which like the product here. So my, my experience with depression has been quite different. I mean, I, I, I've had depression since I was second school, I was picked up at second school, so I was quite, I was quite, I was quite clever. Um, so, you know, I was picked up at second school, come out of second school, and, uh, I had depression since. I uh, went to the GP one day, I got really well with my GP and said, You're up in there like a yo yo. This is, I think you've got quite high with that. You know, I said, I'm going to send to a, to a specialist in Chelmsford. So I went to see him and uh, yeah, but they, I was diagnosed with uh, psychomania. So it's my bipolar, just not as. If, if you Google it, it's, it's, you'll see the difference between them. But I'm on medication, I've been on medication for a good couple of years now, and that's why I'm so fat. It's not just about, I like Chinese, that's that's something else. Uh, I feel like I've been big warned. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, if you look at my Facebook, I've hitched the main 10, 12, 15 years ago, I've been getting quotes. And the medication I'm on, that one, the fact I like, I like, I like a beer and I like a Chinese, um, and just let me put on the weight. Uh, you know, I, I, I've had, you know, very physical things, probably make this numbers up, I've got a And um. Yeah, I'm not eight. 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 You don't get anywhere in life. If you're not on it, you don't get anywhere in life. If you're not, if you're not open about things, you can't get help. If you can't get help, then you're on the wrong with your screw. Um, there is a very big stigma attached to men not talking about their mental health. And that really bugs the hell out of me because I am, I'm quite experienced about my mental health. And, you know, I say to people, I've got, you know, I've got this, that, and the other. Honestly, I was on my wine. You know, on, on a number of different levels. And, People have got to be open about their mental health. As we all know, stress in IT is a killer. It's one of the most stressful industries you can ever get in. I don't feel well with stress, but for some reason, I work in IT, so I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment with this. I want to go back to eat my Chinese. So. <laughs> That's no problem. Thank you, Paul, and thanks for being so honest. And I think it's one of those things that you um, with... Um, I don't know, Naz will probably say otherwise, but I find that men uh, generally don't like to go to the doctors, don't like to see medical help. It's sort of, we're big and macho, we can deal with it, we don't want to show our weak side and so forth. So do you find that's the case, Naz? Uh, I would like to say yes to that, being a man. <laughs> but yes, there is a propensity. It's just a macho thing. Uh, not to get help, especially for... Uh, uh, and culture, culturally as well, yeah, there are words like man up. You know, you're not supposed to show your weakness. It's the, uh, so unfortunately that plays, does play a role. But uh, I'm glad to say it's decreasing that, that propensity uh, to get help about people to better. Yeah. I think most things we could do better. Let's go to question. 
question what came in uh let's have a look from facebook user uh, he says or she says are there any mental exercises i can do i don't want to see a gp as i'm not a fan of medication mental exercises hmm. i wonder that what this is about mental exercises as in uh, losing their memory i mean Depends upon the age of this person. Uh, Probably thinking that they're, they're not one to rely on medication. What yeah. other therapies are there that you can help with? Probably like exercise or something like that. Yeah, the game that depends upon what condition we are talking about. For example, if it's anxiety, it's about deep breathing exercises. Yeah. So find a quiet spot, nobody around. Sit down comfortably, gentle in, breath in, gentle breath out. If that is what is meant by mental exercise, well, that. And another thing I deal with mental exercises per se is memory. If you're thinking you're losing memory, for example, then I suggest things like sudofu, crosswords, puzzles to keep your faculties sharp. Uh, Physical exercise, believe it or not, has a direct effect on mental health. Uh, regular physical exercise is part of treatment we recommend for mild depression. Uh, and for medium and severe depression, then start thinking about CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, and medications and so forth. Because uh, what evidence shows is the combination of CVT and medication is the best outcome for treatment of depression. So this question, it has to be a bit more specific about what, what condition we are talking about. But hope, hope that uh, answers your questions. Thank you. Okay, that's pretty good. I would suggest you check out a GP anyway, even if you're not a fan of medication. It might not be a case that um, you need medication. Uh, as Naz says, it might be something completely different. Again, it really depends on, obviously, what your problem is. But uh, you can see a GP, worst case scenario, you can always say no to the medication. Not that I'd recommend it if you advise it, but um, that's always an option. So I would suggest you go and see one anyway, uh, if you haven't already. Right, uh, next question or statement was from Cornell. He says, stress can be a sign for mental health, uh, affecting healthy choices being made by the individual. Um, do you agree with that statement? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's a sign of mental health, but you can help yourself from north. Uh, in day-to-day -day, day -day, uh, life, for example, healthy eating. That's something that will affect both your mental health and physical health. So when you say healthy eating, it's more, more about balanced diet. Uh, if I can give you a tip, yeah, I mean, if you, if you go on dieting, there's thousands of uh, uh, theories out there about what constitutes a healthy diet, Atkinson diet, and paleo diet and all kind of diets. They are just example. I'm not recommending anything. So think of food in just three basic terms. Carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Yeah? And whatever you're eating, just think on the lines of balancing these three in your diet. Simple as that. So whatever food you're eating, just make sure you have a balance of these fats, proteins, and carbohydrates in good measure. Not too much of one particular. And of course, there's this macro and micronutrients, uh, which green leafy vegetables and all that will provide. So I'm not going too much into details of that. Uh, do your own research about what you like, but give your body and mind a good healthy diet that it requires and not sticking to junk food or 
stuff that is not helpful. I'm not going into that detail because I'll, I'll not be sued by the big company to make them. <laughs> so, basically, don't have KFC and McDonald's every night. Well, <laughs> you said it. <laughs> so too much uh, sugary drinks, energy drinks, Coca-Cola, and not Coca-Cola per se, but you know what I mean. High sugar yeah. diets, those kind of things, <laughs> not good for you. It's, it's a difficult one with food, I think, because if you feel low mood, the first thing sometimes you want to do is go and eat delicious food or cake, muffins, cake and cups of tea. And it, it's a difficult, vicious circle you get into, but it's trying to break that circle. And and I think that the last Facebook user that was mentioned about doesn't want to go and say GP, the fact that they mentioned it on the show tonight, that they may have problems or whatever, that's a good, a good start. You know, they've opened up, so why not go and see a GP and just, it's not always about medication. You know, there's other things you can change, change your lifestyle and things that can help as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah, easier said than done. Sounds pretty yeah. good then. Let's go on to the next question on oh. there. Oh, sorry, Paul, were you going to say something? I'm going to say this. It's quite a statement. Um, it is all about talking. There is nothing wrong with talking. And I actually can nearly say it. I know I don't appreciate my wife as much as I should do. I'll do it up a daily. If you are married, if you have got a partner, talk to them. Because it doesn't really help. And she turned around to me and says, you don't talk to me very much anymore. It's not easy. It's one of the hardest things to do, to admit, especially the man, to admit you've got a fault and that something's wrong. It is one of the hardest things to do, but you feel so much better once you've done it. And, uh, and so if you've got a partner, if you're married, if you're, even if you're not married, if you've got good friends or good parents, or even JP, talk. As BT did say, it is good to talk. It does make the world go mad. And it does talk you right there. So I just, I'm, I'm, I'll leave my Chinese and I felt I needed to say that. I'm hoping she's watching and she's heard you say that. I second you that one, Paul. Sorry. I completely agree, agree with you, Paul. There is, uh, maybe I'm going to be technical here. There's something called transference and counter-transference. So transference is an emotion that comes from your patient to you or a therapist. Don't have to be a doctor, any therapist, any mental health professional. And contact transfer is an emotion that goes from the therapist to the patient. So as a psych as we deal with psychiatry in psychiatry, the transfer is usually the bad stuff. And hopefully, if you're a good enough practitioner, you'll give back something good back to the patient. And this works at all levels. Any human to any human. Yeah? You know, they say uh, a trouble shared is trouble halved, something like that. Oh, quick, yeah. Mm -hmm. As something on those lines, it's it's true. Yeah. That's why humans came together and formed societies. Otherwise, we would have been living in caves on our, all our own. We need each other. We are social animals, and this talking, <coughs> the basic of human communication, helps the mental state because you. You feel that connection, you feel that burden uh, going away from your head, the, the stress that you feel, you feel shared, it's shared and you talk to someone. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I had an issue ooh, quite a good few years ago when we first opened our store. I was in sort of financial issues, kept it myself. I didn't want to let the missus know or anything along that lines because you didn't want to obviously worry her and so forth. And this, the stress does build up. But when you actually share the problem, um, it actually takes the weight off your shoulders. And actually, when I actually did share the issues, it allowed me then to rethink what I needed to do to get out of that situation as well. So I won't say I was, uh, um, other than the stress size side of things, well, I might not say differently, but, um, more, much of a mental health issue with myself and find that when you actually share any issues, um, you tend to find that you, uh, um, obviously you're able to, uh, uh, move on or at least address the issue and get help. Uh, and, um, it did help me by talking. And, uh, well, as soon as I did, 
things changed uh, just like that. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. We just hit the nail on the head, you know, with that with that message. Just just that to, to us here. Um, there is an organisation. I'm not going to go into it because I'm going to leave that to Will. That you know, it begs it, but Will. Talk about no, no, just it just come to my mind. Um, yeah, really good fix to talk about, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was just a local uh, club, but it's not. It's Andy's men. It's Andy's mental health club. Andy, Andy's man club. It's called man club. Yeah, the guy that ended his own life, and um, and through, through stress, the fresh and unhappy. I think it's his brother or something like that. Yeah, the men's mental health charity. Yeah, I, for some reason I was just thinking it was um, local to. To around about me, but it's not. It's used to be right. Yeah, then it's there. It's um, a good club, you know, and it's uh, lots of support and different things as well. So, one one worth a look at. Yeah, agreed. That's pretty good. Let's go on to chat because we're getting a little bit behind. So, um, another one what's been mentioned is the Frazzled Cafe, which is a charity with Ruby Wax as a trustee. Is another one worth looking at. Um, so uh, that sounds pretty good. Um, we've got um, Neil saying, I suffer, I'm suffering. My friend, business coach, is an author of a great book called Mental uh, Wealth, uh, especially things like building your support network. If anyone on this chat wants a free copy, I will sponsor it and organize and send you a free, uh, send you a free. Free of charge, sorry. Free of charge. It was a bit what was missing off the bottom. So that's Neil. So if anyone wants his contact details, let me know. I know Neil. Uh, so I can always uh, forward you the, the information on. Just contact me and let me know if you're interested in getting that uh, book. So thank you, Neil, for the uh, uh, information and um, oh, the offer there. That's uh, pretty nice. Um, next up, we've got a Facebook user. How can a business help its staff with mental health? What are the steps we can take as business owners to make sure our staff are mentally healthy? That's a good question. Right, I'll leave that one for you, Naz. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. Shows that the person who wrote that really cares about their uh, staff, staffing or employees. So first thing I would say is being aware of mental health issues. If you if uh, you as a boss or uh, as a colleague come to know someone is struggling in whatever shape or form, try to find out what it is about uh, or what is it something to do with work or something personal. I mean, some personal is something not, uh, you, you can't do anything about it, but maybe they can benefit from some kind of a time off from work or to identify of what their issues are is the first thing to go and the support you can give as an employee uh, along with your you know colleagues and all uh, there are certain things some some companies do there there are big corporations who employ psychiatrists for like you know that that, that I think is left to the big business but just being aware and just encouraging that person to get help from the GP or whoever, whatever, quarter, that would be a great help. And, and I think the employees will appreciate you for that. If you, if you are seen to help somebody in your company or group of colleagues or whatever, people see that and appreciate that. That will go a long way in forming that bond within your company. So that's a very good question. I'm glad that you yeah, can, I, can I just touch on that as well, what Naz is saying? I have, a, I have a second job. Uh, I work for a local authority, uh, much the same as Ian Harden. Um, and I'm a team leader for a community safety team. And um, one thing I do, because I experience mental health problems myself, is have a lot of one-to-ones with my staff um, and chat with them, ask how work's going, how personal life's going, and just talking again, encourage them to, to speak more about it. So that's one thing that I take from... My other job into this into the IT business is, is speak to your staff on a regular basis, whether it be personal or business or whatever they want to talk about. Just take a couple of minutes to ask everybody and ask yourself how you're doing, because um, that that is often just all it needs to open up a conversation. 
Okay, that's absolutely brilliant. So we got some decent questions coming in and stuff. So yeah, it's good. Sorry, what was that? I was saying that's good. I like I'm talking yeah. about here. I like it. Great guy. Oh, that's yeah, it's all right, Paul. We've got, I think, a bit of a delay on on, on your screen and uh, you're talking there, or at least it is on my end. So, right, next uh, question or statement is, I think, near enough an essay from Ben, but he's saying, <laughs> totally agree with Paul, uh, Ari, the stigma regarding mental health, particularly with guys, it is very uh, social and general thing, and we've learned behavior from down the generations. Uh, where we uh, where we talk to man up or deal with stuff and not talk about. So let me have a look and not talk about it. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit I've had my own mental health issues, particularly this year. I wouldn't go on, uh, wouldn't go on medication, but counselling has helped me no end with starting to deal with my issues and getting the support I've needed. But again, people avoid this because of the stigma associated with it, and they really shouldn't. Well, Ben, I thank you for actually um, saying stuff like this. I know you were on the um, last show, if I remember right, we did about mental health, if I remember right. Um, and obviously, again, with Will, Paul, uh, and Neil, who's commented, and everyone else is commenting for actually talking about it, because it shows that these are all men and they're all admitting to the problems we have. The IT industry, sorry to say, it is heavily male-dominated. Um, we can tell that by just the text group. I think it's 96% male um, compared to 4% women. Um, so it gives you a rough idea. So, uh, And I'm pretty, much, I'm pretty sure most of the industry is the same, or at least uh, the owners and uh, people who run it. So... I'm absolutely um, happy that these people are actually coming out to show that they do have problems or have had problems. So um, Ben's also said he's, here we go, tucking into fish and chips, or I guess that's a balanced, healthy diet, uh, isn't working tonight. I don't know. Fish isn't too bad, I don't think. Uh, ben, I think it's um, good for your brain, um, if I remember right, fish, or at least they, they try and tell you it is anyway. I don't know about the oil, what to cook it in, and stuff like that. That's a different question, but uh, <laughs> oh, frost with fish and chips, it's a bad sky. Love it. <laughs> I think the problem with um, Ben's mental health is he's earning too much money, and he's purchasing these old Amigas. Nothing wrong with that. No, that's another show for another day. I have been talked about. Yeah, the buying a Volkswagen be uh, Beetle as well is not a, not the best thing yeah. for mental health. Probably it's probably breaking every five minutes. Um, so right, let's have a look. Um, next one was from Cunell. He says uh, a good quote I had come across was "Mental health is not a designation but a process." Okay, so that sounds pretty good. Um, yeah. Neil saying that link we shared, which was the uh, Andy's Man Club one, uh, yeah. is is a great club with lots of locations. Again, I'll put that on the screen for anyone who wants to take that down. So that's andysmanclub.co.uk. Obviously, it's forward slash who uh, hyphen we hyphen R will give you a bit more information as well. But I think most of you techs out there will be able to figure out how to use a, uh, a website. Hopefully. Um, so that's uh, pretty good. Um, we've also got, no, that was me uh, talking. So we've also got, how would you deal with a staff member who you felt, uh, felt is suffering with mental health issues, but they don't think they are? I see what I think is uh, substance abuse with this person, but I don't know how to take this further. Oh, that's a good question. Go on, Naz. Well, uh, confidentiality is something you have to respect for the for the person. You know, yeah. maybe talk to the person if you if if you feel confident enough to approach the person and talk to them uh, on their own. Try try to let them speak about there is an issue with their mental state or drug uh, alcohol problem. Most often. People with mental state, that, as Will and Paul will probably support me, they will want to talk about it. Very, very seldom scenarios where, for whatever reason, they 
go back to shelter their table. So I would suggest talk to them on their own and don't make a public spectacle of it to see how that goes. However, if you are suspecting drug or alcohol problems, such as abuse, that borders on the legal uh, problems because uh, they should be working under the influence, so to speak, drug alcohol or so is a fine balance between wanting to help them to go towards the GP route to help with their mental state or even if it's a drug and alcohol problem, the GP can help. So I would say just encourage them to go talk to their GP. And if you want talking to them, if you find something, an issue that they confess to, then it becomes clear from there which route to take. Can I, can I jump in on this one, please? Yeah, sure. I'm, 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 I'm going to talk to you from personal experience in life. I'm a very open and honest person. I've got nothing to hide. And I, I've not only had battles with mental health in the past, I've also had major battles with addiction, um, various things. You don't, it's a very, very difficult situation. I don't want to, you don't want to alienate that person. You don't want to push them away. You don't want to smother them. But at the same time, you, you, you've got to respect. They can, you know, it's their life. They can do whatever they want with it. But you've got, as long as they know they can talk to you, they can come to you. If there is a problem, but as Naz says, GP, or even another organization, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Cocaine Anonymous, they're all very approachable organisation, and it's like it's like the whole Andy's Man Club. But once you're around other people that are in the same boat, it gets a lot easier. But you have to you have to tread a very very careful line with this whole. Um, I mean, you suspect it. I mean, you, you have evidence. You know, do then how do you approach it? And it's it's a difficult one. It's a very difficult one. I, mean, I don't know who that is behind that place, but you are, but. If you do want to drop me a message, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you the strictest of confidence and stuff. I'll try to help you as much as I can. I don't want to get personally involved, but I, I've been through so much crap in my life. A lot of it is self-reflective, but if I can help someone and I can help someone stop their life out or I can help someone else stop their life out, then I'll do so. You know, I've spent I've a lot of time in my life, but not with people first. I've neglected myself. I've neglected my family. I know how it is both sides of the fence. But if you want, if you need help me any advice, then give me a shout. All right, I'm always here. I, I, I saw that, and I, I wanted to say, I just wanted to say something. Well, uh, thank you for that, um, uh, Paul, for offering. Um, what um, you guys can do if you are wanting to get in touch with any of these guys, obviously, if you don't know how to contact them anyway, you can send me an email or contact me on Messenger or something like that. Uh, just send me an email uh, and I'll um, forward your details on. Um, so it's info at techfortext.co.uk. One thing I'd like to say is, You'd be surprised how much shows like this can actually help people. I've had, I think it was three, it might be two, but uh, I'm going to say three on the optim uh, optimist, uh, people who contacted me within a few months of the show we did last time, who said because of obviously being able to see what other people had said and seeing people like, I think it was Ben uh, and Will on the show at the time, it actually helped them and give them the reinsurance to actually go and speak to people. Um, so family and friends, and I know one of them said they specifically went to go and see a GP as well. So that, obviously, there's probably more people uh, who it's helped, but it's nice to see that it does actually work. So, and again, it's all for people, mainly for uh, Will. He was the first person to reach out on about doing them this show, and he knew Dr. Naz and so forth. Um, and then, obviously, Ben joined in, Paul joined in, and everyone in the comments, like Neil, Neil's given some pretty good advice um, tonight as well, different places. Um, he's just posted, actually, now. Uh, Neil says, uh, sorry for writing so much. 
A chap called Paul is associated with Andy's Man Club and can also be organized as a consultant to go into companies and present and talk about mental health to your staff and team. He's a great guy. Again, if you anyone wants Neil's information, just let me know. Neil, if you want to put an email address in chat or anything like that, feel free. I've got no issue with that. Um, if you want people to contact you directly. So that's uh, pretty good. Right, let's go on to the next one. Face, uh, Facebook user, um, again, he's saying, uh, I'm not sure if this is the same one from before or not, but um, it could be several different people. The reason why some people are coming up as Facebook users is because they haven't clicked the link, but they may have ten intentionally not clicked the link because they don't want people to know who obviously who they are. So it just comes up as Facebook user. He's basically saying, I'm an old school. I have been brought up with the mindset of I deal with my own problems. I'm uncomfortable when others try and talk to me about their mental health. I feel guilty for not wanting to spend time with them and help them. How can I change? Change has to come from within, I'm afraid. It's about educating yourself. It is about letting go of your inhibitions to think it's, it's bad to talk about mental health. We are doing this right now. I mean, this, it's just an aspect of life. And we just got bad drug. Nothing wrong about talking about mental health. Absolutely nothing. In fact, I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the things I had before I became a psychiatrist was this notion that if I ask a patient about suicide empathy, I'm putting thoughts into their head or plans, you know, I'm encouraging somehow about suicide, for example. It's completely wrong. It's on the contrary, A, I must ask suicide empathy was uh, the thoughts or plans of society in a person, in my patient, to complete my assessment. And second, asking about society does not uh, encourage the person to think on those lines. Yeah? This is just an example I gave. This is uh, what we are trained for. But in effect, what I'm saying is talking to people about mental health. I do not see anything bad with that at all. Just like you talk about any other subject on the planet, just talk about mental health. Let go of your inhibitions. Let it be part of your uh, caring process for your friends and family uh, to ask about, how are you? I mean, most, most often when we ask, how are you to anyone, the most... Standard answer is, I'm good, I'm not bad. You say that without thinking, and that's a tragedy, I think. Because you don't really open up, you don't really say the true things, they are just words. The things are not involved, and men especially, we are bad at expressing our feelings. So, first thing you need to change is your own attitude about mental health. It may be hard because it's been so long, it's been ingrained uh, personally and socially, but the uh, change comes from you from then. Okay, some brilliant words there. Uh, right, guys, oh, it's been an hour already. That's flown by. Right, let's quickly go around the room before we call it a night. Um, so I'm going to start off with uh, Will first. Do you have any final thoughts you would like to um, add, add on to the end of the show? Yeah, I think um, from personal experience, I think just taking five minutes out of your day to ask yourself how you're doing um, and speak to someone, whether it be Messenger, WhatsApp, writing a letter, anything like that. Just It's always good to get off your chest, I think, anything that's, that's troubling you. And it could be anything that's the, the slightest thing, stress, anxiety, or anything like that. So that's my personal experience that you know, it's, it's good to just take five minutes out of your day to think about yourself. And it's you're not doing anything wrong with looking after yourself and thinking about yourself or speaking to people as well. So, yeah, that's about it. That's absolutely Absolutely brilliant. What about yourself, Paul? Have you got any final thoughts for... I do. 
I don't have final course. I'm not going to go into so I'm not going to rag too much. So I think I've ragged enough. And, uh, it's not from that's not from. But as of that, that does go out. That, that is extended to anyone else in the group or anyone else watching this video. There, if anyone does ever need to talk, you know, I'm an approachable person. Or um, I don't judge people. Um, you know, I've been through a lot in my life. Or, or, you know, I've experienced quite a lot of heartache. I've experienced good times, bad times. Um, I don't judge people, but if anyone ever needs to talk, you know, I'm here. I mean, you need you need to spot me uh, chatting nonsense in, in the group, especially when Ben comes out and thinks about Vegas and start the conversation. I'll start to go on for a bit of a tangent, but I apologise for that. But um, <laughs> no, if anyone ever wants to talk, anyone have any problems, anything like that, just just give us a shout. I'm here. Nice one, thank you, Paul. Um, guys, if you are having issues, it might be the good point, good people to actually talk to. They know sort of your situation and so forth. They've been through it themselves or go are going through it. There might be good people to talk to if you feel that you can't currently talk to someone you like family member or or a GP or something. It might be a good thing just to get to the from a, from someone who's going through it their perspective of it. So again, uh, all the people who've taken part in the show tonight, and again, I'm thanking you and in the previous show as well, and even the people in chat. Um, Naz, let's have your final thoughts. So, anything you would like to add on to the end of the show? Well, it's all about uh, openness about accepting the importance of mental health in your life. So as, as one was saying, take the five minutes to think about your mental health in a day. It's not much, but it will go a long way in maintaining your good mental health. And I wish you good mental health. Thank you very much, Naz. And again, thank you for joining us and um, spending your valuable time with us and helping out. It's really appreciated. So the basis basics guys for tonight uh it's the end of the show. Uh if nothing else and you don't do anything else, just talk to someone, family, friend, or even one of these guys on this show who have opened up and says, Hey, talk to us. There's plenty of people there. So don't feel ashamed. Um, we all go through different things, whether it's physical or mental, it's all the same in reality. It's an issue what needs addressing. So make sure you speak to someone. Um, obviously if it's something you think serious or whatever, obviously go see a GP, uh, again, a GP will obviously they're trained for this sort of thing. They know what to look out for. They know what to do and they'll obviously advise what they see best whether it's you talk to someone medication or whatever it may be so again i would just like to say thank you for everyone who's joined us on the show tonight we do have another show next week we've got target components actually on showing off their custom builder as well as a few other bits and bobs next week so uh, make sure you tune in that's at thursday at eight o'clock and talking about amigas paul uh we the week after we have Mr. Ben Ashcroft on the show, as, few, as well as a few other guests. Um, he's got confirmed with me. Um, but uh, apparently, we're going to be talking about retro stuff. So it's, it's a very friendly. So that's two weeks You'll have to speak to Ben. He's organizing it. I'm just going to be sitting here and nodding my head and going, oh, here we go about Amigas again. Um, so you'll have to talk to him. Um, that's that's really up to him. I think he might be full, but I'm, I'm, again, I'm not sure. Oh, so, uh, I was going to get a tattoo right at some point. I always undeniable about getting a tattoo. My body's covered in scars, so it's not enough pristine, you know. I've got loads of scars. I'm actually going to get a Commodore logo. I was still thinking about getting a Commodore logo. I think I should do it. I'll do it. Well, when I get some money, I'll get a Commodore logo. Oh, cool. yeah. I don't know. Start up all online on the group chat, Paul. I'm going to a tattoo. right guys so we're going to leave it there then so again thanks everyone for joining everyone for watching tonight if you're not a tech for text member you can go to techfortext.co.uk and you'll find a link at the top what says join just click on that it'll tell you rules blah 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 it's totally free to join and we've got like one and a half thousand members and so forth now so if you are interested in that then feel free to go there and join up so otherwise we'll see everyone 
next week at eight o'clock. And don't forget to do the awards, which are, I have got two weeks left. So if you want to nominate anyone, nominate yourself, even. Uh, you think you've got the best computer store in the world, nominate yourself. You think the vendor you use is the best vendor. You think their customer service is absolutely brilliant then feel free to nominate them as well. There's plenty of awards out there. I think it's 22 we've got all together this year, so make sure you get nominated if you haven't already. So I'll say goodnight, everyone, and thanks for watching and thanks for joining, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Oh, my God.